The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of. Welcome, y'all. This is Larkin, Texas, filling in today on the National Intel Report, 5 to 7 Central, Monday through Friday, at Republic Broadcasting Network, republicbroadcasting.org, where, of course, you can handle the truth. That's why you're here. As you know, the lies today get 
run across the media scape faster than you can shake a stick at them. Meanwhile, the truth is just pulling on its boots. Anyway, I want to uh, share with you some correspondence today. Uh, let me begin by thanking William Rapillum for inviting me on the National Intel Report this past Wednesday, the 26th, along with uh, Mr. David Morgan of themorganreport.com, apparently making his third appearance at uh, the Red Pill Expo. And you can find the information for the Red Pill Expo coming up here in a couple weeks right there on the homepage of republicbroadcasting.org. Uh, just a quick reminder that uh, RBN is a listener-supported network. That means that uh, most of the folks that you listen to on this network are unpaid. They do this as a labor of love, by and large. And so still we have things like uh, the uh, need to keep the lights on. And we've got to keep uh, my Cracker Jack board off. Mike today, and Julie, and Sam paid. So if you can help out, I encourage you to. You can send uh, cash check or money orders to uh, Republic Broadcasting Network, 2251 Double Creek Drive. That's in Round Rock, Texas. Oh, excuse me, suite number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. If you want to make a donation by phone, that number is 512-246-9549, extension 3. Once again, 512-246-9549, extension 3. Uh, sometime during the second hour, we're going to open up the phone lines for y'all. And uh, that number is uh, 518, oh, 512 rather. Let me get this right. 248-8252. Again, 512-248-8252. If you must, that toll-free number is 800-313-9443. Uh, for y'all that are unfamiliar with my voice, I uh, go back a ways with RBN. I was a frequent caller from 2009 until about 2011. And then I was invited uh, to be a host on the network and I did that for an hour once a week every Saturday afternoon for about 14 months and uh, I maintained a website just so that I could uh, publish my research notes the day in advance of every broadcast it still exists today and you can find that at larkintexas.blogspot.com so if you ever want a little primer in terms of how to be a radio host and a scared, stiff radio host, as I often was, uh, take some cues from me. I literally had things to read just to get me through the first segment of the show, because oftentimes I was frightened as all hell. Uh, because I felt a very keen responsibility that if I was going to... Uh, put my voice out there on the airwaves and make it public that I should actually relate something that was of value. And so I seldom would call into RBN unless I had something to put forward that I thought most people or many people were simply unaware. For me, it was kind of an exercise uh, like we were in grade school. 
Remember show and tell? Where the children, the school children were encouraged to bring something to class, anything, and share it with their students and with the teacher. This was called show and tell when I was growing up back in the 50s and the 60s. And uh, so that's what I do with you every time you hear my voice. It's show and tell time. And we're just a couple of fellows or people who are uh, sitting on a stump somewhere. And we're just having a casual conversation. I'm hoping that you're not going to waste your time today. Because once again, I'm going to share with you some correspondence. And uh, just kind of tell you kind of what's been shaking in my world. And uh, just see what you all think. Uh, meanwhile, I think Mike is assembling a playlist today. We tried to uh, work it out so that we can shake things up with some different music. And uh, the truth is, is that many hosts on this network, myself included, you know, we have a secret want to be a a secret wish to be a DJ or a disc jockey. We just like to share some tunes with you. And so I'm no different. <clears throat> I, uh, I like this. I like Marshall Tucker. That song came out in uh, 1974. And I remember it like it was yesterday and I'm still fond of it. And hopefully if Mike can get his uh, playlist together that I submitted uh, we can hear some other things that are near and dear to my heart. And I want to share some tunes with y'all today, too. So anyway, uh, of recent, I've had various correspondence and I've maintained correspondence with different groups and people over the years, as many of you. Uh, I joined something called uh, a reader's list of a gentleman by the name of Israel Shamir. Israel Shamir is spelled S-H-A-M-I-R. And so I recently, after more than a year and a half, finally decided, well, I'm going to submit something to the group. I had shared things in my very rare uh, email blast I've spoken to in the past. Currently, it's about 460 people. In years past, it's been about 2,500 people. But... Uh, I, I try to share things as I run across them and, uh, you know, invite feedback. And I never share people's uh, email address. I try to maintain a certain etiquette across the Internet. And so I want to remind you that if you want to follow along today, I have also a new website. And I've had it for a couple of years now. And that address is tinyurl dot com forward slash Larkin Texas. Just that easy. Tinyurl.com forward slash Larkin Texas. Or simply search Larkin Texas on the internet and it should pop up in the first page results. But anyway, this correspondence is to a Professor Brenner somewhere in uh uh Pennsylvania. I write in the subject line, but, 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 are you aware of dot, 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 the ellipses? And you open the page and it says communitarianism. 
as undergirded by EU-style communitarian law that in our hyper-connected world today also shapes our present-day reality? No. Why do you suppose there is zero mention of these things contained within the stage words of prognosticators and tea-leaf readers who weigh in regularly on this list? Anyway, just curious, just thought I'd ask. Kindest regards, Lark, Richard, Richardson, Texas. And uh, then I get a notice that says that, well, uh, my comment is in committee. It's being moderated. And remember, Mr. Shamir, if you look him up, Israel Shamir, he is a, a, a prolific writer. He's an author. And uh, I guess Wikipedia describes him even as an anti-Semite, which is curious because uh, Mr. Shamir is Jewish. But uh, anyway, then I just provide some uh, some notes so that people could become familiar with who I am, because after all, I'm not anybody special. I've never really tried to uh, uh, promote myself too much because I feel almost embarrassed to do that. Uh, I think that goes to my upbringing. But be that as it may, I share with him some things that you too can take note of. And I'm, by the way, uh, for y'all listening, I don't know if a chat room exists somewhere, uh, but last I looked, there was one that was NATL, short for national, NATL, Intel Report, dot CHA. Tango, Chitango.com. So that's N-A-T-L, IntelReport.Chitango.com. If you wish, I can put these show notes in that address, in that chat room. Otherwise, um, you can also write to me anytime, and I'll be happy to provide these show notes to you. And that address is a lark in Texas, a lark in Texas at gmail.com. Also, just that simple. And you will find it at the bottom of every page at my new website. Again, tinyurl.com forward slash Lark in Texas. So I provide links to that for Mr. Brenner, Mr. Shamir, and uh, a few dozen others. Most of these people are academics and prolific writers, like at the UNZ Review, U-N-Z Review.com. I have seen 600 and 800 comments at this blog. Anyway, the first is communitarianism, tyranny with a smiley face. This is a 29-minute podcast that I did with a local woman here about a year ago. And you can listen to it, too. Communitarianism, tyranny with a smiley face. That's the offbeat media of... Uh, network which is local to me and uh the next is something called on life and communitarianism life in larkin texas on life and communitarianism that would be found at alive528.com also at alive528.com you'll find by doing the search moral relativism bioethics game theory and communitarianism and there are show notes accompanying that, uh, one of which is the cost of moral relativism, question mark, from Veterans Today in the archives. 
And I write that language is perhaps man's oldest technology, a tool that, like all technologies, can be wielded for good or for ill. This discussion serves as the general introduction to isms, such as humanism. In parentheses, I write Thomas Paine, Eleanor Roosevelt, Ralph Bunch, Paul Kurtz, scientism, and probabilism. You know that I maintain today that the nexus between scientism and humanism is probabilism, which stipulates that in the absence of uh, proof or exactitude, then probability will do. And this go this comes from the world of statistics. Uh, to bioethics and to how intellectual currents impact upon today's grin technologies. Again, grin technologies, genetics, robotics, information, nanotech, even to how all this correlates to the harmful communication and surveillance technology we know as 5G. A link to an entry at my website, Magnetobiology and Organisms. As regards interpretation of meaning, quote-unquote, check out heuristics, hermeneutics, exegesis, eisegesis, algorithms, casuistry, and fill pool. As I stated the other day to William on air, do a search. Pill pool for beginners. P-I-L-P-U-L. Pill pool for beginners by Gilad Oxman. I promise you it'll be very eye-opening. Did you know that according to Professor Alan Dershowitz, that taking the jab, a mandatory jab, is constitutional? Anyway, also, uh, I'll link to something uh, called the definition for the word idiot, as put forth by one Ambrose Bierce between 1906 and 1911 in the Devil's Dictionary, in which that word idiot is defined. And so I ask, so by this definition, is an idiot also a technocrat and a communitarian? And then this article, Christless, How the Federal Reserve Bought the Economics Profession. And I write, it was the template used to buy up all the professions. So rattling through, 700 Years Banking Cabal by William Stewart. 700 is a number. 700 Years Banking Cabal by William Stewart on YouTube and elsewhere. I highly recommend it. It's quite cogent. It's going to give you a lot of interesting background information about the history of banking, particularly central banking. <laughs> and then the channel on YouTube called Best Evidence. Styled as one word, Best Evidence channel on YouTube, one John Titus Fed admits the crony truth about the pandemic QE. That's quantum quantitative easing. It creates new bank deposits. And we'll be back. Then something hit me. I turned around and I bumped into you. We bounced around and did the bump bounce boogie. Bump bounce boogie. Bump bounce boogie. Bump bounce boogie. We did the bump bounce boogie dance like a crazy fool. 
OPEC Plus cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day. I'm Peter Serafine with today's Liberty Minute. The oil-producing nations of OPEC Plus announced that they are cutting oil outputs by 2 million barrels a day. Senator Joe Manchin said the move shows that the U.S. must emphasize American energy independence and security. Hmm, seems like I've heard that before. In response to the output cut, the Biden administration announced the release of 10 million more barrels from the nation's strategic petroleum reserves. Gee, that will cover the shortfall for a whole five days. Then what? Biden has already drained the reserves to their lowest point in decades. Biden created this problem by forcing his green agenda and is using the nation's strategic reserves as his party's campaign checkbook to attempt to bring gas prices down before next month's elections. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until tomorrow, see this Pashem Parabellum. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you.
Sharing with you some correspondence with Israel Shamir and Professor Brenner in Pennsylvania. And the next item that I shared with the readers for their consideration was another best evidence video tutorial by Mr. John Titus on YouTube. And it's entitled All the Plenary's Men. All the Plenary's Men. Plenary, P L E N. A-R-Y apostrophe S. Mr. Titus begins with two quotes. The first from William Blackstone. Commentaries on the laws of England. Simply put, the king can do no wrong. And the next, from ex-president Richard Nixon, in an interview with David Frost. To wit, when the president does it, That means that it is not illegal. This is in the description. Underneath all the plenary's men. The question at bar is why the U.S. Department of Justice has failed to prosecute any too big to fail banks. Or more importantly, their bankers. Even for admitted crimes. It's a crucial question. Because after eight straight years of unremitting prosecutorial failure... It looks very much as if a select group of top banks can, in fact, do no wrong. If that's the case, then our constitutional republic isn't merely in trouble. It's dead. A person or group of people who satisfy Blackstone's Blackstone's criterion for ultimate sovereign power, the power to commit crimes with impunity, can't exist in a nation where the law reigns supreme. And yet here we are a decade after the financial crisis began in earnest and not one too big to fail bank executive has gone to jail. Legally, the too big to fail banks are indistinguishable from the king since the power to commit crimes with impunity swallows all other sovereign powers. Such a power isn't even supposed to exist in the U.S. And yet it does. Moreover, since there can't be two kings in a kingdom, The entire U.S. government, from the president on down, is just one of the king's men under this formulation of power. The real job of the U.S. government, then, isn't to represent the will of the people at all. It's to do the king's bidding. A nation that isn't governed by law is governed instead by a king. It's one or the other. And the president's inferiority to such an above-the-law sovereign was confirmed over 40 years ago with Nixon's ouster. The president, unlike the king, answers to the law, despite Nixon's opinion. Now you may say that while the two big to fail banks might arguably have the de facto power of the king, that's a far cry from wielding such power formally. For instance, having de jure criminal immunity. The reply to that objection is set forth in this film, All the Plenary's Men, which is a sequel to... The veneer of justice is a, in a kingdom of crime. 
Again, best evidence styled as one word, best evidence channel on YouTube. Another objection raised by the Department of Justice itself is that it has prosecuted too big to fail bankers, citing cases like that of Raj Rajaratnam. These cases, however, in fact, reveal the Department of Justice acting on behalf of the criminal global banking cartel. On that score, the Department of Justice's abysmal track record is by now so extensive and so thorough that it's possible to spot legal patterns in the DOJ's protracted miscarriage of justice. And as you are about to see, those patterns are very deeply disturbing indeed. What's been going on cuts right past a garden variety constitutional crisis like Watergate, straight to a crisis of sovereignty. The backdrop for all of this is HSBC's exoneration in December 2012 for laundering money for drug dealers and terrorists, and about which the House Financial Services Committee issued a report in July 2016. Whether it was due to the political circus in town at the time or to the Republican authorship of that report, albeit without dissent, it didn't get nearly the scrutiny it deserved. And I'll continue after this. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen planned to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Somebody long with that. I need to call my old time Used to be Somebody long me down I need to call my old time Used to be Welcome back, y'all. <clears throat> Mr. Dwayne Allman and Boss Gack. Loan me a dime. To pick up, this is from John Titus, Best Evidence Channel, All the Plenaries Met. Under the description, you see prosecutors working on the HSBC case were actually going to indict the bank, but they got overruled. And HSBC and its team of criminals skated. The story of how exactly that reversal came about reveals, if not the king himself, then certainly many of the king's top men. Make the coffee extra strong before viewing. Lots of ground gets covered quickly. And don't mock all those pitchforks and torches just yet. Meanwhile, my reply to this coterie of academics and professors and prolific writers remains in moderation. So next I want to share with you some correspondence on Facebook. Remember back in the day, John said, John Stapmiller, he said we should get involved with social media. And I remember I was a regular reader of a blog called Living Outside the Dialectic. You can still find it with that search today, Living Outside the Dialectic. whole lot is still there. Uh, to join its writer over on Facebook. So I thought, well, this woman needs some support. 
And so I did. But longtime listeners may remember that I lost my brother only two months before I first became a host on RBN. He was the last member of my nuclear family. And so I chit-chatted with his widow and his daughter initially because I thought, well, I should probably put my name out there in case people from my past might want to uh, keep in touch with me. And it's yielded some surprising results, but I must say that I've never really been active on uh, Facebook. But all of a sudden, Nikki Frederick Rapana was active on Facebook, and she had let her blog die. And remember, she was the author of, the co-author, along with her daughter, Nordica Frederick, of uh, uh 2020, Our Common Destiny, and the Anti-Communitarian Manifesto, which I read back in 2003 with Relish. In 2012, it was revised uh, as the definitive Anti-Communitarian Manifesto, along with the aforementioned 2020 our common destiny in which she describes how it is that she learned about communitarianism in her uh, rental uh, neighborhood near the university of Washington, a neighborhood that I myself had once lived in uh, back in the early to the mid eighties in Seattle, Washington. So if you want, you can do a search on the internet today Simply the definitive anti-communitarian manifesto. It's a freebie. You can, at your leisure, partake of it. See if there's anything there worth uh, you knowing about. I can tell you I've read it at least three times. Myself. It was quite valuable. But anyway, so only of recent, I decided that I should... uh, go back over on Facebook and I was reluctant because I remember everything nasty that was said about Facebook back in the day. And most people I correspondents correspond with will flat not go there. I mean, at all. But what happened is, is Nikki over the years had uh, touched a few people. And as you know, how Facebook works, you get friends and people want to keep up with what you're thinking, what you're talking about. And so we know it's uh, it's like the Internet itself, the World Wide Web. It's probably the most sophisticated uh, surveillance and espionage tool ever devised. Quite simply, it was born out of military technology after all. But my most recent post, just uh, less than a day ago, was simply this. The state stands between me and my body. And tells me what kind of doctor I must employ. When my soul is sick, unlimited spiritual liberty is given me by the state. Now then, it doesn't seem logical that the state shall depart from this great policy and take the other position in the matter of smaller consequences. The health of the body. Whose property is my body? Probably mine. If I experiment with it, 
who must be answerable? I, not the state. If I choose injudiciously, does the state die? Oh, no. This is from Mark Twain in Osteopathy in 1901. And I conclude my most recent post this way. A great quote from a good read, one of several. Yes, it's an oldie, but it's also a goodie. And then I provide a link to an entry that's been around forever online. It's titled Rights, Responsibilities, and Communitarianism. And you can do the same thing today. Rights, Responsibilities, and Communitarianism. It won't kill you to read it. It's really one of the best websites on the Internet that I've encountered since I first got online in 04. So then my next entry, below that, I actually tagged people, and I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, uh, I'm kind of slow-witted when it comes to this technology, I have to say. I'm a bit of a technophobe. I like to write, I like to talk, but I don't like the, uh, I don't like the machinery of it all. But anyway, I wanted to share some things with the followers of Nikki Frederick Rapana. Nikki Frederick Rapana passed away this past June the 15th. She was 65 years old. Her birthday was August 3rd, let's see, 1956, which just happened to be my younger brother Bob's birthday, who was a year older. So that's why when I first came to RBN, I was slow to accept the offer to be a host. I was, uh, I was really kind of gobsmacked by the position I found myself in. The last surviving member of my nuclear family. So I write this. I wanted to make this available to friends of Nikki Frederick Rapana. She has a few thousand friends, ladies and gentlemen, here on Facebook, of which I certainly always counted myself since 2004, in fact, one of her biggest champions. The following words represent my last failed attempt to reach out to Nikki privately via Facebook Messenger. Only recently have I felt comfortable posting content at all on this platform. I signed up for an account here mostly just to support Nikki, but I thought it best along the way to always keep our communications private. I supported her and Nordica's efforts over the years in other ways, as some of you are well aware. So herewith, I hope you will derive some benefits. Postscript. Lisk, quote-unquote, L-I-S-T, refers to Frederick Lisk. Nikki wrote about him at her old blog, Living Outside the Dialectic. I write, you're regarding your post. And Nikki's post is this. This is what I responded to. Amazing how many Americans have no idea what a command economy is, let alone the original American system of political economy it's replacing. We can't recognize communism when it stomps its boot on our face. 
This explains why it's so difficult to teach the communitarian synthesis. If our people don't know what the dialectical sides are, other than some vague idea of tyranny versus freedom, they'll struggle to understand the final synthesis. The new mantra, you will own nothing and be happy, didn't pop out of nowhere. International communism was always intended to be a global coup. The early tests showed there had to be more of a capitalist incentive for an economy to survive and compete in the global market. Communitarianism fulfills the need to balance communist slavery with corporate capitalist freedom granted to big companies with a share in the market. Communitarianism is a merger of extreme communism with extreme capitalism, and none of this was part of the American Revolution or the establishment of a strong central government in 1789. I used to think the strong central government idea was bad. But now that our government has been taken over by Zionist communists, I'm thinking it wasn't such a bad idea after all. At least under the old system, I could do what I wanted as long as I didn't infringe on anyone else's rights. Now, just about anything I do, I have to obtain government permission to do it and pay for it first. So here's my comment. And I'm sharing this with the readers of Facebook. And uh, principally, the uh, significant number of followers, or friends, as it's styled, of the now late Miss Nikki Frederick Rapana. Comment by Lark. These are five foreign language words I learned due only to my being a reader of Robin Eubanks' blog, Invisible Surf's Caller. Some of you may remember, I was the first person to ever interview Miss Eubanks. And right here on RBN in 2012, twice in fact, she went on to write a book called Credential to Destroy, How and Why Education Became a Weapon. If you want to read a good review of this, search in your search engine. Type in these keywords, credential to destroy a review. And you will see first page results, a review of her book by a fellow researcher and prolific writer over at the late Miss Charlotte Iserbeast old blog. Credential to destroy a review. I provide a link. Here with the five words. The first two are French, the next two are Russian, and the fifth is Chinese. And I'm going to try to say them, and don't worry, remember, alarkintexas at gmail.com. If you swing back by later, NATL, for for national, NATL, Intel Report, dot CHA, tango, tango tango.com. I'm going to post them in there for you as much as I'm able. Otherwise, you shoot me an email and I'll send you any of this stuff. So don't worry about what you missed or what you couldn't spell or pronounce or anything else. The words, engrenage. There is a mean. Upravdaniya. Apuskini. Kyansha. Of them, the French, dirajmi. The management or operating system pertains ordinarily to a 
economy, which is in force and effect a command and control economy. The other French word, engrenage, roughly translates to gearing, as one might imagine two gear wheels in motion. Robin defines it as when bits and pieces of a, of a much grander plan are embedded in wordy, lengthy legislative funding proposals, as in, say, a bill, for example, brought before the Senate or House for a vote that few legislators take the time, as we know, to even read. When those seemingly innocuous, quote-unquote, bits and pieces are brought together with other bits and pieces contained in spending bills already passed and funded into existence, what emerges is something few lawmakers would have signed on to had they seen the bigger picture. With today's computer technology permitting the wholesale gamification of this process, I liken engrenage to the sense it's used in education policy and military game theory circles as, quote-unquote, sequencing the inevitability of events. Again, sequencing the inevitability of events so that few will ever catch on as to how nearly everyone could be so easily duped. The next two words are Russian language words Robin learned from her research into Soviet pedagogy. Given that the public education and university education systems of both the communist and capitalist worlds have pretty much already converged to support this nightmarish new system of school to work, cradle to grave, put your ears on, communitarianism. Upalania is defined as, quote-unquote, steering or control of society, the economy, and the people themselves, down to the so-called subjective factor of human psychology. It seeks to regulate likely activities and the scale of values that motivate and guide likely behavior. The 1976 book from the last post mentioned a 1971 Russian book, The Scientific Management of Society, that was almost instantaneously translated into English. Having covered a 1976 book by Truchenko in my credential to destroy, I recognized what such an immediate translation meant. The book arrives Saturday, and just as I fear, it is also the blueprint for quote-unquote steering Western countries and their citizens down to the level of their minds and personalities and will be back. Well, Cyan, look at yourself. I wish you'd take those curlers out of your hair and, and go put on some makeup and, and take the kids out for a run before supper. Ha! Well, let me tell you something, Jay. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
Okay, welcome back, y'all. And to pick up in this final segment of our first hour, naturally, remember, I'm providing links for all these things for the readers. A Chinese language word, Robin, neatly defines it in the title of a blog post from November 2021. Shan T-I-A-N-X-I-A, aligned to thinking of the person as a platform, physical, psychological, and social. And I conclude with any new thoughts on list. Remember, <clears throat> Nikki never saw this. I did get some comments and some interesting things developed after the fact. Facebook shows I have 12 comments but only three are visible. <clears throat> Mr. Dwayne Hayes of Canada writes, the principles of scientific management is right in my wheelhouse. This is the book that Stalin, Lenin, and Trotsky all identified as key to governing. Frederick Winslow Taylor, the father of scientific management, died soon after giving the world this technology. Louis Brandeis, coined the term, quote-unquote, scientific management. If you have not yet, please check this little video out regarding this exact subject. I appreciate the tag. Mr. Hayes is only a recent correspondent of mine because apparently he uh, requested I become his friend, which I did. And so this is the first time we've ever communicated. Anyway, this video on YouTube is simply titled House of Truth, Part 1, The Scientific Mismanagement of America. And we'll uh, take this break, I think. And we'll rejoin for hour two. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth. 